<laughs> this song? This song slaps, dog. Talk, dog. Yeah, talking to the, just make sure you're talking to the front of it. Oh, I know. This isn't my first rodeo. It's my second. I was going to say, I mean... City bird. You're the man who likes to talk into the back end of the mic. I'm dyslexic, okay? That one simmer, boys. I was screaming this this morning. I was in Cougar. It's a good piano riff right there. this buddy sitting out on the back patio gazing into the eyes of your boy and you just see the chance of the future hopes of the possible relationship you could be falling into that summer Amen. falling in love wow that's something i mean i will never <laughs> experience ever. um i will never be weak enough to give you, myself I, into uh, the throes of a woman i uh jostled out of bed at about five this morning and uh could you give me maybe even a hand motion or possibly some kind of visual aid for what jostling out of bed looks like oh you're grabbing around a lot oh wow okay so a jostle is basically like you're in some form of a drunken stupor Grabbing around for the phone, you grab the phone, you look at what time it is, you turn off the alarm, you throw the headphones in, then you hit play on the music, then you sit up on the edge of the bed, take a long sigh as if you were about to take a long jump off a... (laughs) (laughs) You were to take a long walk of a short plank, and you're ready to just kind of live a life that you do not really want to be a part of. You're ready to be the lead character in a movie you wish never was made. Amen. No one asked you for your advice when it came to writing the script to that film. Mm -mm. They've just been promoting it left and right. They've been using your image, name, and likeness without you getting a cut of any of the royalties. Amen. You haven't been paying off. No check is ending up in your pocket for your toils. Mm -mm. They're just using you, abusing you taking advantage of you left and right for their own benefit. Mm. Straight up maniacal. Mm. Amen. Amen. So I jostled out of bed about 5 a.m. this morning. Okay. Okay. Is that about the regular time you wake up? It depends. On? Um, If I'm going to be lazy or not. Okay. Okay. You don't, you don't, you know, I don't, I don't look at you and think of laziness very much. And I mean... 
I don't think that you're you're never lazy. I've heard of your lazy days and what they kind of amount to, but what scenario is going on in your life? What living hell are you walking through that laziness even crosses Robert's mind? Uh, dark places. It's got to be. I dark mean, I can't places. imagine it's nothing but pitch blackness. It is. But uh I've I've decided to to execute my self-loathing and venture to the places need be. This is a suicide letter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I got up this morning and I haven't been feeling well. Mm. Uh, Tell not, me, young not buck. physically, but emotionally. Okay. And I didn't want to, but I knew I needed to get out. Just, just go. Needed, I I needed just to to get on my bike and not have any phone, not have anything. Just that was this go. morning. That was this morning. So this is your weekend morning. <laughs> this 5 is five a.m. Boy, I thought I was accomplishing something. <laughs> so, uh, do you take your phone? Or do you just leave it all behind? No, no, I take my phone. Of course. Oh, okay. I'm gonna listen to music. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Music, you just don't want to be on your phone. I don't. I don't want. I, I don't want the ability to look at my phone. You don't need to see the woes of the world? No. Or just it in Titties general. bouncing? <laughs> I, I don't really look at that personally. It's become unavoidable for it, me in some ways. I mean, no, no, it is pretty hard. Even I'm not I'm on, not on a lot of the social medias. I do have YouTubes. Yeah. And sometimes I scroll through the shorts and it's just like littered with 18 plus content. Yeah, and I'm just like, why, why? YouTube isn't YouTube Shorts don't suck. have they the suck. double D, but they have cleavage. You know what I mean? It's like it's not the most out there quite as much as TikTok is and, oh. and Instagram, but YouTube definitely does have its pitfalls. Mm. Amen. So and you wake up, you want to break away from that cycle, break away from the internet world that we're all caught in. There's pain in my chest. Hmm. Not physical pain though, but emotional pain. I would argue emotional pain is worse than physical pain. I can deal with physical pain. I think pain almost in my anyone that has ever experienced both those things would agree. Emotional pain. And they needed to just leave. And you know what's crazy is that emotional pain can actually lead to physical pain. It can't and death. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Although I bet you physical pain can lead to emotional pain and death too. <laughs> pain is pain, it's really. Deeper. <laughs> um and so forced myself out of bed. I got up. So you didn't want to? No. You felt like you needed to? I wanted to just go back to bed and just waste the day away. Do you ever do that? Do you ever give in to that feeling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Re when you eat a cheesecake the size of a manhole cover and drink 42 beers? <laughs> no. Before that's not, 10 a.m.? That's when I'm feeling energetic. Oh, that's when you're ready to go get them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting, your rituals. It's, it's happened, but I am not allowing myself to give into that anymore. Okay. I woke up. I put my gear on. I freshened up a little bit. Boy, most important part of the day, putting the moisturizer on. 
And uh, and why is that? You feel you you wash your face, you put the moisturizer on. You feel you feel new. <laughs> so bless you. Thank you. I mean, I agree. I don't put moisturizer on unless I've showered, though. <laughs> but I shower every day. Yeah, I only shower once a day, and I moisturize twice typically. So. You know, um, put the moisturize on. I'm still kind of groggy, but we're doing the job. I'm sorry. Bless you. Let me let me blow my nose and take a Benadryl. I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Okay. Put, put, put. What are you saying? Feeling better, bud? I do. I am a little bit. I need to wait for this Benadryl to kick in, but I blew my nose, so I think I'm better. All right. Well, that's why. You can leave the talking to me for now. I will. So I begrudgingly put my gear on, fully suit up, ready for the track. I I wheeled the bike out, started it up. And today, I don't care about the neighbors. I started up in my garage. Screw you guys. Hear me roar. Hmm. It's not really a roar with the bike, but you know. And go out. Drive out to my favorite gas station. <laughs> fuel up with... Pre- what, 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 what chain? What brand? Uh, Fleet Fuel. I have heard of that. It's because it has a... Clear premium, so non-ethanol premium. Okay. Expensive shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and uh, so I fill the bike up. I don't know where I'm going, but I head out, and I'm cruising. Okay. And by golly, I'm listening to some sad music. By golly. And I'm riding, and I I need to get away. Yeah. So I'm riding, and I'm riding. I'm I pass Battleground. I pass Yakult. I pass Amboy. I pass some other fucking town that who knows what the name of it is. I can't pronounce it. I end up in Cougar. Ways out. Ways out. A couple hour drive. Yeah. But I'm enjoying those back roads. It was the journey I needed to take. Clear my head. Get away. What are you thinking about? What are you clearing your head of? Insecurity. Oh, really? Insecurity. Insecurity about what? Certainly you're not talking about the main. (laughs) Shit's looking fire. The main is too deep. The main is rolling deep. It's rolling 10 man deep. (laughs) Some might even say 12. I wouldn't say no. Self-expression is a struggle of mine. 
sometimes emoting who I am is difficult, especially with others. I often feel isolated from the world because I can't quite understand how people socialize, right? I f- if I want I want to go and talk to someone but I feel and and share with them my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I go and I reach to grab them but all I grab is a bar. A cold steel bar and I'm trapped. And I'm trapped and I scream for help. But the screams are deafening. And no one can hear. And no one knows. How could you know? And it often haunts me. I know I'm different. And I do my best to work past it and normalize myself but it's still painful nonetheless to know that often you can't <laughs> you can't talk as a member of society yeah but I, I've been telling you for years to stop screaming racial slurs <laughs> at people like I don't understand I don't know if but if Ian you, it's my passion it. I know I, I mean I, I've and I've heard the I've heard your side of the story I I understand that it's a tradition it's what still ties you back to your roots it helps you feel like you're grounded and back at home and i understand that i know you don't want to lose the core of who you are and you want to carry on the family name i get that i understand that listen but for most social interactions i just don't think that leading with the n-word is ever really that acceptable ever really really I mean, first off, you come in there. I mean, I know you feel trapped, but stop spending so much time in that weird bunker that you've been building. I don't know what you're preparing for. I realize that America is kind of on a downward spiral, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're the first person that's going to be uh, done through with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe a little less time out in the woods of Cougar. Um, and maybe just make the racial slurs a little less guttural when you say them. Like, politely drop the N-word. Maybe make people feel, like, collective and a part of the group, like they're comfortable and, and able. Like, But it, there's so much phlegm behind it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of spittle. And it it's like a... Um, it's like a... a warm mist that comes over the group whenever you enter. And, mm. and, and R, hard R sounds just echo out into the beige-filled neighborhoods. Mm. And so, and I don't want to tell you that you're wrong for saying those things or believing those things or going to those groups, and I'm not going to tell you that your militia doesn't have the best intentions, but I don't know, man. I just, I feel like if, if you really are trying to pursue social acceptance or at least maybe some destigmatizing of Robert... Mm. 
let's maybe not play into the stereotype so much. Because they keep calling you Hard R Rob. And that's just, I know that you love the name. And I know that you find a little bit of joy in it. And Take pride. You, you get a chuckle. I mean, we all get a little bit of a chuckle out of it, buddy. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, if we're looking down the line here, probably isn't going to work out best for you if that's how what you're known for. Mm. Okay. Other than that, why do you feel socially like you can't share with other people? Are you having a hard time making new relationships? Like new meaningful relationships? Are you attempting to do that? What is your goal in all this? What do you want out of this? Out of social interactions? What are you hoping for? I don't know. I just have always felt different. Not in a good way. <laughs> May I say. I just feel like very isolated. Hmm. And the more I pursue um and build myself as a as a man, as a businessman, uh have more relationships, the more I feel isolated. The more I feel like I don't understand. Like you don't understand what? People. The Are you saying that you you don't see anybody that, that's like you? Not even. I, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of selfish, don't you think? Well, I mean, not exactly selfish. I mean, part of you does look out there and you hope to see a reflection of yourself in somebody else that you can be like, yeah. oh, we have common ground. But when you look out and you're like, none of these people act, think, or talk like me, I don't know. Maybe that is, but it's more like, why can't I act, think, or talk like them? Like, what's wrong with me? And I know I pride myself on being different than most but it still eats at me sometimes because it is really isolating and sometimes yeah. i just want to to you know yeah to be the bro you know sometimes i just want to have Ooh. a cool conversation what do you feel like is the thing that like holds you back from being that i don't know Not sure. Say you have a situation. You're at the party. I just feel, all the people are into you and like your motorcycle. Why do you feel like you're not the bro right then? I don't know. As we discussed on last week's episode. <laughs> no, maybe it's because I'm so like fucked up. Well, I would probably say yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. Do you feel like you're the bro with me? Do you feel isolated from me? I mean, at times you have to. Yeah. I feel the same way back to you because you and I are not the same always 
we're not going through the same thing. We don't always feel or think no. the same way. I don't know. It's just tough sometimes. And I it's just I don't know. I don't what know kind what of relationship saying. are you hoping to have? Do you want more bros around you? No. Is that you just need some dudes to like <laughs> chill with on the weekend or I hate bros? Is it that you don't relate to females? I just I don't know. I just the more I see social interactions, the more the more I feel like I don't fit in. And uh and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it it is it makes you feel isolated in a way. Why do you feel like you don't fit in? What about them is different than you? I just the way they think. Mm-hmm. And I think is I mean, I hear the things they're saying and I'm um and I just can't believe they're saying it and and I I don't I'm just like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, maybe you're in the wrong circles. Maybe you're looking for people in a place that is not the place to find those people. I mean, that's the one thing. This is a little different, but I feel I felt like uh I've always had a weird relationship with the people that I've worked with in the past and the people that I've met through because outside of school, I only really meet people through work and mainly because this could be, this is completely different, but like, I don't get the people that I work with because all the people that have done the stuff that I do are really into much different things than I'm into the stuff that they care about. Typically their interests lie in Vehicular things, taking things apart, objects, stuff like that, tinkering mm. toys, little gadgets and stuff. It's pretty common for guys. I don't find any too much value in any of that, and it doesn't matter to me. And the conversations they want to have are never the conversations I'd want to have, and the types of things that they're thinking about are never the types of things I'm thinking about, and the stuff that keeps them up at night is never anything that would ever keep me up at night. And the stuff that I have to say is never stuff that typically crosses their mind. And I've never really got along or related to any of the people that I've known throughout working. And I've always just kind of been like, all right, like, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just going to watch the show unwind because you, you're doing you. And mm. that's fine. Amen. I don't fit in. And I'm, I would never spend extracurricular time with you. So I mean, I can understand that to some extent. But you feel like it's something innately in you that as a person you don't like... Are there types of people or situations that you've been in where you feel like, oh, no, 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 I kind of can click with these people or this person? And, like, is there things in people that when you're like, oh, no, 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 I have a good relationship with this person or I could see us getting along, are there certain things that you look for? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Self-awareness. Yeah, that's um, kind of a big one. Yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah, I'd agree. It's cliche, but whatever. No, but at the same time, it is really tough. Um, I don't know. I just want people to have a standard, man. <laughs> and it just... I, I feel so... I think... I, I think I know why I feel so isolated... I have such a, at least I feel personally, I have a very strong, like, moral position in life. 
in by moral position. I'm not saying like better than. Yeah. But the things I believe are so strong, and I see how other the things poli- people believe are just like, mm. like people aren't passionate about things. People are just like, yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah. And it's just very, I don't know, weird. Like you don't see that people are driven or or it's the stuff that they think is okay or the stuff that they do that you're just like, oh, I just wouldn't do that. And I just don't understand why you just think that that's the way to live your life. But okay. I think both. Well, I think for one thing too, um, I don't know. I've been there with a lot of things too. There's a lot of people that I've met where I'm just like, I don't know, I just wouldn't really be your friend. Like you're fine and you're cool and I'll hang out with you in this scenario in which we have to interact and I'll be nice. And But it's like, I couldn't have a full sit-down conversation with you. I'm not going to talk to you for two hours. Like, this just is not it. Like, I just... I'm not going to be able to talk about the things I believe and the things that I feel strongly about or the passions that I have and the stuff that matter to me because we just are not on the same page at all. And I think part of it is because most people are chasing something that you're not chasing. Not that that's a good or bad thing, but like I think most people want their life. They want their little routine and they want the the things that they make them happy whatever that is or however simple that seems, whether it's just like being able to drink on the weekend with your friends and do all that. Not like that's anything wrong about that or, or no. that you shouldn't be able to enjoy those things. But I think part of it is that people's life is for them. It's like I have at best for most 80 years. I'm going to just have fun mm-hmm. and I'm going to just do what seems fun to me. And it's like, and you might look at it and you're like, I don't know, that just seems empty and meaningless. Like, isn't there more here? Isn't there something more important? Like, aren't we supposed to be doing something else? Those sprinklers. Yeah. And but and then you just have, but most people aren't. They're just like, I want to find a little group and I want to find my niche and I want to settle in and I want to just live out my days doing whatever seems fun. Yeah. And I don't... When I say that, I don't, I don't look down upon anyone. Like no. I don't think I'm better than, but no, no, it's no. just, it, it just feels so isolating. Cause like I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think like them. And I'm not saying like, you know, I, I'm built different or anything. But yeah. it's, it's just so, it's just sometimes hard to deal with. Cause you, you don't, yeah. cause I don't think like people, and. I don't know about that. It just sucks. I don't know if you don't think like people. I think there are definitely people that think similarly to you. Yeah. I don't think that you and I even always think all that different from each other. I think we're definitely different people. We definitely view things differently and handle things differently. But at the same time, you and I get along a fair share amount. But I have a lot of that too where like people I work with, I'm like, I, I mean, like I just can't talk to you for 10 hours a day because this is just not interesting. Not that, like, you're boring, but it's just, like, I don't know. Like, what matters to you just is not important to me. Like, this just doesn't, I don't understand why we're wasting our time with this small thing. Or you just, or, like, asking the guy I work with, like, when was the last time you changed your mind about something? And him saying, like, I don't know, I don't think I've ever changed my mind about something. I'm like, what are you doing? It's a brave. Why, 
Why are we talking? Why on earth would we have a conversation about our opinions on anything if you have never changed your mind about a thing ever? Mm. Why? What is the point of living if not to learn the new, learn new things, try to apply it to your life, grow, change as a person? It's like people just want to. It's just me, man. I'm just doing me, bro. I'm just just doing my thing. I'm just doing my thing. I'm just having a good time, just doing me. Just just slurping me. Yeah, I don't know. I think people are, especially with like, because you can see self-help go that way too, where it's, it's so about the person. It's so about me and what I want and what I like. And it's, it's gotta be my way. That it's gotta be me. It's just kind of unbearable to talk to those people. And even when they are working on themselves, they're just focusing on themselves. They're not working on themselves. Yeah. Because the work on yourself is to look for the flaws in yourself, not just pat yourself on the back and find people that can surround you that can just also suck you off for your ideas and opinions. Be like, no, 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 keep doing everything you're doing. Don't change a thing. Doesn't matter how bad this is going for you. Just let me just encourage you in your own demise. Yeah. And they want people to just join in in their demise with them because it's more fun with more people. And so it's like if you're not that person, you're not the person that's going to just join in on their path that they're on and you want to maybe be like, hey, I don't know, kind of seems like maybe the path you're going down isn't great. Mm Mm-hmm. It maybe is hurting the people around you. Maybe it's hurting yourself. It, a it, lot of people don't want to talk about that. It's wild how either unaware or spineless people are. Like, I, I never, I don't understand it. Um, I need to stop saying it. Oh. I, don't, I don't understand why you can't. Why you can't just say what you need to say. I mean, I don't know. Well, people say what they need to say. Do they? Yeah, they just don't do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. People can say everything. I don't know. Um, I'm going to keep this as vague as possible, and maybe we don't keep this in the podcast for either way. their respective sake. I've been talking to someone recently. We've been talking and uh, they have a a poor disposition towards life, which I'm no stranger to. And they just say it as a absolute. There's no hope. Life just sucks. There's no point to anything. And that makes me really sad because I know that's not true because I know and it's hard to portray to people that don't know me and don't know 18 year old Robert or 17 year old Robert versus 22 year old Robert. I know Mm. it's not a big, a big age gap, but it's a big change. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a different person in my, in, in my reality. I don't know if you agree or not. Um, but I, I see how, like, I know you can change. People can change for the better. Life is good. Mm-hmm. 
and I've not always thought that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and it's it's a recent I've had a, a more positive disposition on life than ever. And I know how uncomfortable and difficult it is to press get past the the I don't know pain in life issues in life but when I see people just like well it is what it is and I'm just gonna go down this self-destructive past it just it just like it it angers me in a maybe you can help me out with this it angers me but not in like yeah I'm mad at you it angers me in like I'm so sad for you and I want to help you. And I don't know. I've just been talking to this person and like I've, I'm trying to share the light with them, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of feel like one of those, I don't know. It just feels weird because I'm like, man, life's good, dude. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. That's just not who I've ever been. But I see, I understand it now. Mm-hmm. And... The, um through talking to them and kind of asking them questions, they respond and then I break down their response to them and challenge it through that. Um, they're, they're like, no one has ever talked to me this way ever. Mm. Like I've never heard anyone say anything like this and it's just crazy how, (laughs) So many people can go through life and just believe. I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but just believe in like nothingness. Well, most people have no God, Robert. And that kind of at the end of the day, once you've kind of fallen to your pit, there's if there's no greater purpose in your mind, there's no reason to be here other than just making the best of the time you got. When shit starts to hit the fan, most people are like, well, what's the point? I mean, I completely wrap my head around why suicide rates through the roof. If life is going bad and all you have is just living this life, and if it sucks, then it's just going to suck for you forever. And if it's mm-hmm. good, it's just good. It's just whatever just hap- happens. Yeah. It's why would you have hope? Why on earth would you sit on this rock floating through space looking at how everything that's that's institutional and, and established is falling apart around you? Your own personal life is falling apart. You can't seem to get through these problems. You can't seem to get to the other side. There doesn't seem to actually be a light or a hope. And all you do is you're just jumping from one thing to the next to just give you just the tiniest amount of motivation to keep going. I don't I fully wrap my head around why people just sit in it and are just like, well, it just is what it is. I'm what am I supposed to do? Like what what else are they supposed to do? They're doing everything that they would want to do and are capable of doing. They still are miserable and unhappy. And and I, but I disagree with that fully. I I don't understand it at all because I don't know. Maybe I am privileged because I grew up in the church. But it, I like I don't even. I don't know. I I don't see myself as a, like a gun ho. God is real Christian. Yeah. I I want to believe it. 
but if I'm honest, yeah, that's not like that's not what I'm bank or I, I don't know. No, I understand, but like, at the same I, time, I've I've talked to you enough that I know in the back of your mind you know what you know. Yeah, and I don't think that you ever have gone to a point where you're just like, nah, that's just not real. But yeah, I don't know. But because I've seen you at of the, I've seen you at some very, um, uh, what is it? What is it? Um, nihilistic places, mm-hmm. where it's like, what's the point? This doesn't matter. I'm just going. There's there's no use. I've seen you in a lot of those places before, and you do always come back from those places. But a lot of those people, they have nothing else to get them out of that place. They have no other re because there's just no purpose. Because mm. once they've dug themselves in the hole, it's just pointless. It's just meaningless. And that because a lot of times, here's the thing: they want an answer for their pain. Yeah. They want an answer for their problems. A yeah. lot of times, there isn't a great answer. But a, an easy answer is just, well, life is what life is. I'm just going to have to deal with it and whatever. Or or I'm just going to indulge in the small things that make me happy and I'm not going to try to get to a better place. Because they've already decided that life is purposeless. It's meaningless. It's just a game of chance. Stuff happens to different people. There's no way to actually improve. There's no sense of real morality. It's just whatever you feel is right for you. And then once you get into that, you can explain away whatever you don't want to have to think about. And you can just bury yourself in that hole. And then the idea of there being another answer or another reason or another option, it challenges the the answer they've had. They've come to terms with this answer. And I understand that, but it still doesn't make any fucking sense because you you live your life and life is falling apart for 45 goddamn years, mm-hmm. and you don't think, hey, maybe I'm doing this wrong. Like, you can't think that? What's wrong with you? Why do you need someone to come... Uh, uh, why do you need someone to come along with you, someone half your fucking age, and say, hey, maybe maybe you're not thinking about this right. Maybe there's this. I'm not even bringing a god into it. But I'm saying, hey, maybe... Maybe you could live your life like that. And it'll fucking change you forever. I like why can't people think that way? I don't get it. It makes me mad. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I, I can tell. And I'm not I'm and I just use that. I'm not it wasn't a specific example, but it's just like No, 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 you are right. I do know what you're talking about. Where you see cuz I've had those conversations where I don't I don't I'm not I'm not someone that rushes to bring in my faith and God and Christianity into the conversation because most people aren't interested. That's fine. I don't bring it up at all. I'm not here to answer a question you haven't asked. I'm not going to bring that up if you're not ready, if you're not wanting to listen to that. That's fine. There are so many just general applicable things to apply. But most of that, in the end, does come from what we've been taught or the things that we do Regardless of just saying, I believe this, I don't believe this, or whatever. There's a lot of things that I've just been raised in and I've always learned and I've always known and I see I'm like, all right, clearly this is a better way to do this X, Y, or Z. But when you are the complete, again, it's like it's like the what we were talking about on the last episode is the, the selfishness and stuff. You get in that loop of 
most of what they're doing that's destroying their life is what they want to do. It's what feels good to them in the moment. They don't know how to sacrifice the short term for the long term because what does it matter in the long term? All that they're trying to do is just make themselves feel happier in that moment. And most of the things that they turn to are the things that just end up destroying your life. But you don't know anything else. Because it's it's like it's like drinking. You start drinking, you start going to that habit, and then slowly, every time, stuff starts turning wrong, stuff starts going bad, you just have a drink. Helps alleviate the pain, makes it a little bit nicer, you're able to relax, you're able to have that relief. You do that for 20 years, though, and you start going down that, you're just going to, you're just becoming an alcoholic. And then it just eats away your life and destroys away your life, but it's the also the only thing that brings you any sense of happiness, any sense of joy is the destructive pattern they're in, and they don't know any other way. And then to tell them that the one thing that makes them feel like life is bearable is actually, why are you doing that? Why don't you do this other thing that actually seems harder, will take way more effort in the beginning, and now they're not starting from scratch. They're starting from way down in that hole, so it's like, hey, reach way up here and grab the harder thing that does gives you less immediate payoff, and that dopamine hit doesn't come now. It comes years down the line when it actually pays off because it's better for you they're like well this answer is right here yes i have a horrible relationship with my with my kids yes my marriage is falling apart i hate my job and all i do is drink but it's the closest thing to reach when i need relief and so it's like you've built up these patterns so that it's easier it's right there for you to go to the right thing because you have a pattern built up that when i need to do when this is happening i do this instead whether that's like even like productivity, working on yourself, being self-aware, analyzing your own life. You're like, you've built up this pattern to be like, all right, what's wrong? What am I doing wrong? What do I need to fix? They have no pattern. Their pattern is what seems to, what will make the pain go away right now? Let me grab that. And you've done that for 20 something years. And you've just buried yourself in this hole because it doesn't take you away. All it does is bury you right where you are. So it's, it's not like you're catching them, like you say, when it's like, why do you have to have someone half your age? Well, the biggest part of reason why you're talking to these people that are twice your age dealing with this the most is because they're not a young buck just starting that could just easily go a different way with it. They are buried in this routine and this pattern that is destroying their life, but it's also the only thing that makes them feel like life is still worth living. And to try to sell someone that's 20 years deep in that cycle no, that I, everything they've been doing is completely wrong and just the demise of their own happiness. I understand that, but then I bring it back to, well, you are a young buck. Why could, like, it, why? Why do they go that way instead? Why? Like, I, I get it, life. Because it's easy. I know, but still, it's like, at that point, it's like, oh, then you're you're worthless. Yeah, I mean it's a bad choice. Like and I and I don't mean they're worthless, but we take this Robert, if I start drinking when I was younger when I was 18 and uh -huh. I fell into that cycle of drinking all the time and I became just an alcoholic basically. Slowly just started to destroy my relationships with other people, but I didn't care because the only thing that I loved was being drunk 
everything in my life felt better when I was drunk because everything in my life was in disarray. And it was falling apart before I started drinking. And then I started drinking and it made it feel better. But it just destroyed it even faster. If I have no hope in anything greater than that, and that all I have is just this life, why on earth would I have stopped drinking? I did not want to. Nothing in me wanted to stop. Even as I watched my relationships with the people that I love deteriorate away in front of me, I didn't really care because they didn't make me as happy as that did. And if you don't believe that there's a greater thing that can actually make you happy, whatever, or joyful, whatever you want to describe it, and actually give you something to live for, something with purpose that you can actually do better, be better, and not just constantly fill the void. If I didn't have that, I was willing to just let shit go and just let bridges be burned because this is easier and this is more enjoyable right now. And I'm not saying like going super Christian with it, but like the idea of picking up my Bible and reading my Bible and praying when I have vodka sitting in my fridge and for the last year all I've done was drink vodka when everything was not feeling great. Why on earth would I pick something that I don't want to do? Does not make me feel better. If anything, it makes me feel worse because all it's doing is reflecting how bad I am right now. Why on earth would I ever want to turn to that when the easy thing that I've already ingrained in myself is the answer that I go to. Why would I not just do that? And so now, now you take someone that doesn't even believe in a God. You take someone that just, that has no sense of great or anything. It's just living their life. What are they going to go do? Like go do yoga or go do like, they're going to try to just reach for, it's all still harder. It's all still less immediately gratifying. And if they've never done anything that's ever like, if they've never done something that is sacrificing the short term for the long term, they don't even realize that it's going to feel better in the end. They have no sense of, oh, wow, until they do it. And they're like, wow, this is insane. And they usually need someone to, they either need to bottom out or they need someone to just rip them from that cycle and be like, hey, we need to do this instead. That's why I'm here. Well, that might be why you're here. Because I, st- I, I, I don't, I couldn't, I can't relate at all. I yeah. don't understand. That's not, I mean, I've, I've never, I've, and I'm not saying I've never not been in that position, but I've never, I've never not been able to think of the long, or, yeah. Yeah. Never never not been able to think of the long term. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just don't understand, and maybe it's just the way my brain is wired. Well, you've also seen what the long term of the short term is. Everyone around you in your life chase the short term and you saw what the long term results were but everyone has fucking had that no not everyone has had that no most people have no no no. most people have seen some of it yeah but most people one they haven't seen the worst of it i talk to people every day who've had lives that suck yeah of course but if all they've ever seen emulated is the only answer is to, they're just going to do what the people that did before them did. Because that's what they they don't know anymore. They don't know anything else. I mean, yes, it does not make sense. It doesn't no, make sense. I, I don't because, get it at because all. Because if you look at this pattern of life and you're like, these people did this thing. It destroyed their life. It demolished them. It never amounted to anything good. Why on earth would you do it? 
I, I understand that. I understand that. I, I don't get it. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to be like I'm better than thou. Because I don't I'm not, think you're saying that. Because I'm not, but I, I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. But you don't, uh, do you understand going for the short-term game? No. That makes no sense. You have to in some way. You understand chasing that dopamine release, don't you? You understand doing the thing that you know that at the end of it, it's not actually going to do anything good for you. It's going to leave you feeling bad or empty because you need that little, like what you say, drinking like sugar energy drinks is a small thing. You know that after you drink it, you're going to feel like shit. But in that moment, you're just like, I need this to get by. Mm-hmm. Super minute. Now you take that and you just you just keep increasing that without any, and you have a, like, I don't know how you've amounted to not be a drug addict and you've amounted to be the opposite way. Like, it's the most logical, makes sense why you went the way you went. But most people don't. They Most people end up right down the same path that they're, the people that, like, did all the damage in the first place did. So I'm impressed by that. And you've had that so ingrained in you to not want to be that person or not want to do those things. But you still can't understand the tendency. And so now you take someone that does not have that drive to just push aside their own feeling like you can just put aside your feeling you can just be like i don't care how much i hate this this is what i'm doing this is what i need to do i'm going to do it everyone should work to learn that skill that was that would put people so much farther ahead in life than they are now if they just knew how to just be like i'm gonna put aside how much i don't like what's happening put aside how i feel and do what i know needs to get done but most people have never learned that it's never been ingrained to them. It's never been taught to them. And they've never wanted to do it for themselves because it's hard. And all they've ever done was do the easy thing. And it's so easy in high school and college to write it off like, oh, what? No, it's a big deal. Like, I just like drinking. I like doing it. Like, drinking just being the example that I'm using. But, like, I like this, like that. And then you just find a girl. You get married. You have a kid. You're still drinking all the time. You never learned another thing. Now your life has just gotten harder and more complicated. And so it's even harder for you to tr to try to not turn to the easy relief. Because if that's all you've ever known is not being able to push aside that feeling and always scratching that itch, that's all you'll ever do. And it usually takes having your life just be torn inside out and left on the cutting room floor before you're like, oh shit, this is bad. And some people are lucky enough and that they have that happen to them early. And they're like, oh, wow, I need to turn this around. And some people don't realize it until it's too late. And they're just your dad, basically. Mm. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't understand how you could do that forever and not eventually take your own life. Like, I don't understand how you could get to the point where you're just... just on drugs in the street and not be like, I, why am I even living? I will never, this is just the most empty thing ever. But it's the fear of ever feeling that this is the most empty thing ever that makes them go back to the thing that's making their life miserable in the first place. Because they're going to have to deal with the fact that, oh, everything is empty and I feel horrible inside and nothing is helping. But just don't be sober and then you won't have to think about that. Or just eat.
or just sit and watch. Watch reality TV shows on a loop and just get your high from that. Everyone's just chasing that thing. But, I mean, it, it all, in the end, it just destroys your life. So, yeah. you'd think that after, you know, however long we've all been on this earth, that, you know, Far we would have figured out that the pattern kind of just keeps continuing to the same destination that, you know, people would change. But how often do people actually learn from other people's mistakes? Almost everybody. It's so rare to find someone that can take what someone wise says to them and just be like, you know what? They told me that that's wrong, that I've watched what happened to them. I'm not going to do that. Most people won't have to go find out for themselves. They're like, I need, I'm going to, I know that everyone else has lost the match to this struggle, but I'm going to try it because I think I'm different and I want to do this. So what does that make people? Broken and lost. No, but like. I get that. There's something wrong. Is there like. Low. (laughs) Low IQ. Is it. Like I don't. Maybe not that. I just don't under. I don't get it. Like, I, I, I understand the feeling and the urge, 100%. But I don't understand, like, I cannot wrap my head around why you would continue. I don't fucking get it. And maybe I never, I probably never will. Unless, I probably will, actually, because I'm probably put through something, but... <laughs> Um, I'm sure you, I'm. I'm pretty sure you've been put through quite enough to understand it. If you really were going to go down that path, yeah. But I, 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 it's just so it's so painful that like I it was so painful that I would never want to continue. It's like, do people not feel that pain? Well, I mean, that's the thing. And it's like... Like, it hurts Well, it's like, when, so I, when I was dealing with that stuff, you just keep upping... I just kept drinking more and more often. Because more often was I constantly forced to feel that pain. And so, instead of having to just stand there and realize... like the, What I had to do was cut everything out of my life that numbed me and made me forget about it and just stare the pain down and just be like, all right, I need to sift through this. This is going to hurt for the next few months. And they were miserable months where I had to deal with a lot of things that I've done. And I had to like look other people in the face, look myself in the face and be like, all right, I am so far from what I'm supposed to be. I'm so far from who I could be. And like, I, there's so much work to to need to do. And not only that, but now I have to actually deal with my mistakes, look at the mess I've made, realize the magnitude of it, and without any kind of dampener, because I've removed anything that I use to help numb those feelings, 
And that's really hard. And if people don't have hope for anything better and they're just like, well, I don't know, it's just where I miss my lot in life. And they have that nihilistic view that's like, well, it's, I don't know, there's just no point in it. Then why would you want to face that pain down? I mean, there's so many reasons. I can, when I ask you that, like, why would you want to? Well, I don't know, so you could have meaningful relationships with people, so you can feel what real love feels like with people, so that you can actually build something, be something, make something of yourself and others. Like, there's so many reasons, but when you're in the middle of it, like, it's so weird being someone that has gone way farther down that path than you have and come back from it in a lot of ways. I'm like, I can't even tell you what I was thinking. I can't even tell you. Because you just don't want to, you just do not want to think. You just want to drown out every thought that comes to your head. Because sober thoughts or thoughts that aren't numbed out by just indulging in your habits that make you feel good in the moment hurt. And like it is painful. It's as painful as you're saying it. That's why people just choose to keep going further down the hole so they can just run from that painful feeling. And then every time they go look back from it with every, is further and further as they go, it's just more and more painful, which just drives you further down that hole. And eventually you realize, okay, I cannot just ruin my life doing this. But some people, they look back when it's been 20 years in instead of two years in. And they're like, and they don't have people in their life they are going to pull them aside and be like, hey, you're fucking everything up. I'm leaving now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was the biggest indicator for me was you. Most people don't have that. They don't have the person that's going to whatever. They're just going to encourage them or they're just going to join I'm in the with them. missing link. Exactly. You are the puzzle piece that everyone's looking for, Robert. But really, most people don't have that. And they're just going to be like, well, hey, you know, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. You know, you do you. I'm going to do me. And they don't have someone that's going to be like, dude, what are you doing? There's something better. Then why don't we have more? Why don't we have more people like that? And I'm not saying me. But like, why don't we have? Why isn't there more people like that? I don't know. I think a lot of the times when people start going down that path Some aggressively, autism. they they want to push those people as far from them as they can. Like, not many people want people that are going to point out when they feel like they're fucking up. Especially if they want to believe that whatever they think is right is right. Because they don't, they don't want to believe that there's a standard for right and wrong. They want to believe that if you feel it's right to you, it's right to you. And you can't tell me that it's not right because it's working for me. It's what I want to do. And so... And it, and it becomes a redundant, irritating, like, angering conversation. But and like you said, angering not out of, like, I hate you, but, like, sadness. You're like, dude, what, I can't watch you do this. Like, do you not understand? Do you not realize that there's something else here, that there's something more that you could do? There's a better way of going about this that you're not going to just destroy your life? But most people just push themselves away further and further from those people so that they don't have anything that stares them in the face. Rush real quick. Yeah, I have to be again. That's male privilege right there. <laughs> Boy, is it. We saved ourselves a couple minutes based off male privilege. I know, and we didn't have to go in pairs. Right? Right? <laughs> I mean, we did. We didn't have to.
No, no. I mean, we went our separate ways. We went our separate ways. I didn't stand next to you. No, no. That was a good. That was a good piss. I don't think I've ever seen your penis in person. Yeah, that's cool. You don't need to see my penis. I'm a little scared too. I mean, you don't have to be scared. I'm a it's little just, bit. Okay. I'm a little bit nervous that's, to that's accidentally fine. catch a glimpse one day. Yeah. That's why I keep it pretty private. Like, I avidly didn't want to look over in your direction when walking to the other side of the shed because I was just like, I just don't want to accidentally see something that's just going to make me think differently. <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. I think we should have more of that. That's healthy. Uh, you think so? No, I think that's healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't subscribe to the dudes that are like, I wonder what his penis looks like. I mean... I get the thought. But going I've through seen, with it, I've seen my friend, both my friends' penises, and they've seen mine. So it kind of does happen. But other than just the pure curiosity from the beginning, I never have a need to see it again. You know what I mean? Like once you kind of know, you kind of know, and you're like, okay, okay, cool. See what you're working with. Nice, good for you. Don't need to see it in person. Don't need to hold it. <laughs> No need to be there for it. Hold it. <laughs> Kit. Kit. Yeah, I'm kind of good on that, mm. actually. I mean, I find it utterly amusing at times to just whip out my penis in front of my friends when they don't expect it because there's just no more of a shocked look on people's faces than seeing a phallus when they don't expect to. But uh, I, even that, I just, I just don't do as much. Yeah. I've gotten my laugh. I was young once. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you made fun of me for that song, but then you started just jamming along with it. We're at it over an hour. Look at that. Damn, look at that. We, we crushed just that hour. We, I mean, we crushed we just crippling <laughs> reality. What a solid conversation, though, I mean, that too. Was, that was a lot. That was heavy. It was, I mean... I would say that's probably one of our most heavy conversations. One of the more heavy ones we've had in a while, for more sure. More emotional, for sure. You could tell. It's been a minute since we had one of those. And I think it's because we're recording this episode right after recording last week's episode. So we had kind of gone through most of our jokes, and we were into a more like, let's talk yeah. part of the convo, mm -hmm. which I'm cool with. I didn't know where it was going to go, but it yeah. went somewhere good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's really been on my mind, too. And that's a serious thing that you see with people. And sometimes you don't even know where to start reasoning with people. Because if they don't, if they refuse to want something better for themselves mm -hmm. just because of their own, like, if they don't have that longing just to just be better and do better and have yeah. a better life, I don't even know where to reason with them. I don't even know where to go and be like, mm -hmm. well, Come on, like your family, your whatever, and it's like, and this is some of them don't have, they just never want that because they know that they just want to do. Can I tell you a revelation I had recently? Sure. I uh, I went out on a date with a gal recently, and uh, we uh, we got to talking, and. Uh, I don't, I don't know how long we went out. Maybe like an hour or so, a little longer. Not too long. Um, we hit some trails, you know, that's, that's what I like to do. I like to hit some trails. Like go on a hike? No, just like, like a trail. Like a walk? Yeah, just like a walk. That's nice. I, I, I don't know. I, for me, I love a walk. 
I love I love someone I can converse with. I you know I don't I get that movies are nice for a second date or a first date when you want to just kind of be with the person and and like takes pressure off to enjoy. It. But at the same time, do I I don't really want to like pursue pressure, any kind though. of a relationship where I can't just have a combo. You know? Yeah. I want someone that I can converse with about life. And so, um, I got to talking and. You know, I'm interested in this gal. Obviously, that's why I went on a date with her. Um, and I got to talking, and I I didn't agree at all with the things she was saying about life. Yeah, at, at all. And I fully the whole entire time we argued, the whole time, <laughs> and I told her why she was wrong. What was she saying? Give me an example or something. She she had a very poor disposition towards life, right? Okay, in what way? It was very negative. Nothing mattered. Yeah. Yada yada. Yada 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 yada. The regular uh, nihilistic view that most yeah, people very, take this day. Very nihilistic. And I called her <laughs> called her out in what I thought was bullshit. Yeah. I didn't agree at all. And I, I asked a lot of questions. I, you know, I wasn't over, I didn't, I wasn't trying to be overly rude. I was genuinely like, no, like I, you like, you need to see it from my perspective. Maybe not like that, but like, no, no, you're missing something, something, you're missing something good. Mm -hmm. And so I would ask a lot, I asked a lot of questions and I think that's the important part is because some people just like, no, you're wrong. This, 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 but I, yeah, you want to make the I'm person like, okay, before you start well, to you, before you go to counter them, you want to make them feel like they've actually been heard because yeah. if they feel like they haven't had their opinion, hasn't been heard, then they're just going to keep reiterating their opinion. Right. So I asked a lot of questions. I went in depth and then I countered and this went on for over an hour. Right wouldn't call it a good date for most people would not call it a good date i really enjoyed it yeah because it was something different good talk it was it was not something you would have typically and i was just like okay like they're probably never going to talk to me again i get that yeah but it was good and so i didn't even bother texting back and it was the next day. It was in the morning. And they sent me this long text. I know. I saw it. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> and so I looked at it and I said, hey, thank you so much for calling me out yesterday. Huh. No one has ever talked to me that way. And you made me see life in a different light. Hmm. Like, thank you. And I, I like, I, I was just so, because... Typically, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's a bit, it's a lot. Typically, you don't go to a day wanting to have a altercation verbally. It's like, no. I want this just to be a nice, pleasant time. Yeah, and that kind of made me realize maybe that's something that needs to happen more. Maybe people need a kind, inquisitive call out i don't know no i i agree and i mean in my mind when i see stuff like that when i see because i agree with you and i'm like there's conversations that aren't being had by people 
that I feel like are super important. And like I'll have that conversation with people and they'll be like, wow, I've never talked to someone like that. And I'm like, how? How do you go through life and not have this conversation? How do you not hear this side of things? How have you not like discussed this thing before? Which is genuinely what motivates me to want to make the podcast and make things like that is that. And bus. Because it's like, (laughs) you know, I want to have a place where those conversations are super regularly had. Because that's the conversations I want to have with people. Like, I'm not your, I'm only your friends, close friends with the people that I can have those conversations with regularly. Like, if I can't have that conversation with you, then we're probably not going to be the closest of friends. And I want people that are going to call me out on my thing too, not just the other way around where it's like I want people that are just going to let me tell them why they're wrong. But that's another thing, that's a big thing that motivates me to want to do this stuff is because I feel like there are a lot of people out there that either want to have those conversations and don't have anyone else around them that are having it with them and then they feel that feeling that you feel where they feel isolated and like there's no one out there that are talking about the things they're talking about. And there's a lot of people, too, that are also out there that just feel empty and feel nihilistic and feel like there's no other point and there's not anyone else that's saying, hey, wait, maybe look at it this way. Mm. And so I feel like that's one thing mainly for the podcast. Is like I want to be funny. I want it to be funny first, especially with this podcast. It's like, But I also don't want it to be where it's so much of a joke that – you can't just have one of those conversations and you can't be honest about like, okay, well, I don't know if I feel that way about this. Let's talk about this thing because I feel like emulating that for people is the best thing because they can see, okay, I want to have these conversations. I like the way it makes me think when I listen to these people talk, I kind of think this way. It's like seeing the way that people have those conversations, seeing the questions they ask, seeing the way that they think about it, seeing the way that they Take a second look at the way they feel about something. Be like, all right, well, okay, maybe it could be this way. Maybe it could be that way. Maybe there's a better way to do these things. So, like, just emulating that for people is a a good thing to do. But at the same time, those are always my favorite conversations with people is when we can just really get into the root of something that they're dealing with or that I'm dealing with. And we can have, like, a real, like, okay, I want us to walk out of this and both be like, huh. I've, I'm looking at this thing differently than I did before. Why do you be bussing? Because why have the conversation if you're not going to walk away from it with any different perspective? Yeah. You walk into it thinking you know everything, and you're going to walk out feeling the exact same. You're not actually having a conversation. Then you're giving a lecture. Mm. And too many, too many people's convos are just lectures back and forth without actually any kind of willingness to, I don't know, Take something new away from it. Plus, people are so caught up into it, too, where anything that isn't what they think must be wrong. Mm. And even giving it the time of day is admitting that it could possibly be right, which could completely throw off everything that they live by. And people call me egotistical. Yeah, because a lot of people could get angry at you for that convo. Like her being cool with it and enjoying it. I bet you a lot of people will, but a lot of people could just be angry and yeah. pissed. Because no, it's was, like, it was very mature. Why would you tell me otherwise? And then when they really do start to think about it, they're like, ugh, it just it challenges what they believe. It challenges the way they live their life. It challenges what ju- they use to justify the things that they do. It tells, it's all it's doing is showing them, hey, 
there is it's like a mirror that reflects them and it's like okay there are issues with what you're doing that's why most people that are not doing well do not want to turn to the bible like christians i don't mean non-christians really but a lot of christians that are really like off where they're supposed to be don't because it is the most perfect reflection of how you're failing mm. it's it's this is exactly what the standard is and you can see exactly how you're not living up to it mm. and so it just makes people angry so most people don't want to have that conversation with other people they don't want to you to sit down and tell them what is up and even if there is any truth to it or it's coming out of care and love for that person they're still like i no no this is I don't want this. It's because it's going to rock my boat. Mm. I think as you become a therapist. Um, I mean, if you feel inclined to do that, yeah, but maybe I don't think you should just open up a therapy place now. I feel like maybe you should uh, get my doctorate first. Get your doctorate. Maybe see your own therapist for a little while longer. Mm. And uh, That's fair. Do therapists see therapists? Of course. Do they? Yeah. Huh. Is it just their friends they talk to that are already other therapists? No, they, they see have a, a professional. No, they see a professional. Wow. Never thought about that. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Can't they are there people that are exclusively the therapist therapists? Probably. Probably specialized in that. I say you must feel like quite a important person <laughs> to be the therapist therapist. <laughs> I yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> like you're just the the top, top dog. That's kind of what's your guy? What? Was it what what's <laughs> the what's the name? Sadeeper. Sadeeper. <laughs> yeah, Sadeeper's the therapist therapist. Sadeeper? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Hour sixteen. Hour sixteen. Dang. Hey, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Anything else that's on your mind that you want to just... There's always something on my mind. I mean, that's pretty consistently you can count on that one. Yeah, yeah. There's always a a tussle. I'm I'm sure your hamster's on cocaine in order to keep up with how fast that wheel's spinning. <laughs> you think so? That or it's a dog up there and not a hamster running in that wheel. I don't with... even think a hamster has the legs to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the... It's probably like a bear. More than likely... <laughs> Or a horse. Do you think it's a horse? His name is Mr. Ed. <laughs> Quite the reference. Qu- Quite the reference. Quite the reference. <laughs> I was talking to someone and they go, what's your favorite favorite childhood show? And I was like, I wasn't allowed to watch TV. And they go, makes sense. Yeah. I was like, oh, Zadeeper. Zadeeper. I bet you not many pe- too many people are shocked about that. No one is, actually. When I tell people things like, Makes sense, yeah. Not really surprised. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I can't think if there's anything else that's going on with me. <sighs> no. I uh, I scraped my my uh my peg on my bike. Yeah. Fucking doing a gnarly cornering. Nice. And nice. I, I scraped the uh the my boot, like you know the there's a uh, skid plates on my boot. Uh huh. I went around a corner a little too sharp, and I just felt <laughs> against my peg in my boot. I was like, oh, oh, took that a little too sharp. Cool. Maybe I'm not going to lay so vertically. Yeah, and it was just like, it was just a normal turn. 
I was like, oh, maybe I'm just going about this a little too aggressively. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be racing a forerunner. Yeah, maybe, maybe on uh, on back roads, it's just not the safest. And it wasn't and back roads; it was just a typical road. Oh, really? You know, so you the, were just the one off full you know, tilt. You know where the down Maine. <laughs> you know where seventy second and then St. John's is. Uh huh. That one where there's like the gas station and the construction company. <laughs> it was that. <laughs> oh. Wow, you were really just going for it, huh? I was just, I was pissed off. Man be- on a mission. I was pissed off because of this lady in a forerunner. You had to do it to her? Yeah, she sped past me and it just irritated me. It's a deeper. It's a deeper. Wow. 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 Damn, bro. Uh, uh, all right well on that note thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast we'll be back with something probably more lighthearted next week actually probably not i mean who knows the more we dive down into this shami's teaching ak sadeeper who knows where it takes us and where it enlightens us so amen all right we're out live long die hung But I don't know if it's doing much Cause I just lost my mind In the fluorescent light All my life in my mind A river running